We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? Shall I start? Yeah? You usually make a noise. I will make a noise, but uh, it's just my words. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I've done it. That's me starting. Great. This is Watching Films in the Toilet with Ben. Uh, hi. Yeah, and Eamon. Hi. Two bloody dads <laughs> with young children. <laughs> and we love watching violent action films oh. or, you know, horror films, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Not allowed to watch that sort of stuff with your kids. No. Unless... You know, you're you're poor, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> wow. so uh, we have to watch it in the privacy of our toilets instead. So then we watch the film, then we talk about it. So today, to conclude the Expendables marathon that we've been indulging in for the past few episodes, uh, we are going to be watching and chatting about the Expendables four wow. O. MG. And if you haven't listened to the other episodes, you should go back and check them out. See what we thought of The Expendables, The Expendables 2 and The Expendables 3 before we watch The Expendables 4. So in about 15 minutes time, we're going to be chatting about that. Mm -hmm. First of all, we've got some uh, correspondence to catch up on, haven't we, Eamon? We certainly do. I have a very special uh, voicemail mm -hmm. from a man we spent a lot of time talking about over the past few weeks. Sounds good. So I'll, uh, I'll play. Slice alone here. I just want to say thank you for your Expendables coverage you've been doing lately. I I didn't manage to listen to the whole episode, but I'm sure you've been very positive about uh, the movies. What I did hear though is you talking about candy, and uh, I actually have a very sweet tooth myself. Uh, when I wake up uh, first thing in the morning, I take a couple of Trent, uh, to the steroids. <laughs> And, uh, and they, you know, they, they leave a really, uh, they leave a sour taste in my mouth. So I stuck on a couple of bonbons, you know, the blue raspberry bonbon, and, uh, and the taste, uh, it goes away. And then later on, my boy comes over with my human growth hormone, and, uh, the injection can be quite painful. So I, uh... So I bite down on one of those giant gummy snakes. And then I uh, gulp it back all in one go. Oof. So keep up the great work. If you want to get super leather jacked like me, then uh, let me know. There we are, Sly. I'm fascinated by the chugging down of the giant jelly snake. Oh, all in one. Is, is that the sugar lover's version of drinking all the raw eggs i guess yeah i mean but the thing is the raw egg is quite liquidy isn't it whereas this is <laughs> this is a solid mass that a solid he, mass. Uh, yeah he swallows all in one go like a sword swallower the youtube algorithm is showing me loads of tulsa king shorts which is the uh, mob drama that he's he's in at the moment tulsa king and he has gone to that place where i think it's a combination of steroids and plastic surgery where his face is diamond shaped <laughs> he has these enormous great uh yes cheeks, like yes. cheekbones 
that, is, that come out. It is like diamond shaped. Six inches either side of his face. We saw the the picture of him recently meeting the Pope. He he met the Pope. Yeah. And he looked ridiculous. Like it was quite a blurry picture, and his, as you said, his cheeks were quite bulbous. And I guess that's some sort of they put some stuffing. They put like stuffing in them, don't they? Like you would stuff a turkey. Yeah. They stuff stuffing in the face. Temporary measure. They inject it directly into uh, the sage and onion stuffing into the face. <laughs> yeah. So just bear with me now. I'm just going to inject <laughs> the sage and onion into your cheek. Into your cheek. There we go. Uh, hey, it's uh, hey, it's sliced along. I'm here to get my injection of uh, sage and onion <laughs> stuffing. <laughs> oh, do you, ma- do you imagine if you got that? Botoxed into your lips. You, that's all you'd ever taste. You know what? Sage and onion. There are worse things. Oh, my cornflakes take, taste like sage and onion. Everything. It would be like, it'd be like you know those bottles of drink you get with the flavour like scent thing. Yes. So it exactly makes everything. Right. It would be just like that, except your lips would be full of sage and onion stuffing. Every time you had a passionate French kiss with someone, <laughs> it would be for sage and onion. <laughs> For both of you. It'd be like kissing a northerner, wouldn't it? That's what that, that's what it would be like. Oh, apologies to the north. Yeah. And yeah. the poor. <laughs> and the poor. From earlier. Yeah. Woo. Okay, Woo. good. Um, okay, excellent. Good. Have you have you got any correspondence, Eamon? I have. Hello, my name is Del Hubbard. I listened with particular interest to your review last week of the pink foam prawn pick and mix suite. I was particularly taken aback when Eamon described the texture as being similar to that of a memory foam mattress. Mm. Why? For I am none other than Del Hubbard, founder and CEO of Del Hubbard's World of Mattresses, Woking. <laughs> Eamon has stumbled across one of the great secrets of our industry, and that is that memory foam mattresses are nothing more than a load of mashed up pink foam prawns. Oh, mm. that makes sense. If you're getting rid of a memory foam mattress... Don't bother taking it to the tip. You can just eat it. I once ate an entire Super King size pink foam prawn mattress in a single day. I spent the rest of the week on the toilet, but it was totally worth it. <laughs> also, lamb's wool mattresses are just the sweepings from Scouse hairdressers. Latex mattresses are just a load of gummy bears packed down and water beds are filled with piss. <laughs> Keep that under your hat. Best, Dell. Dell, I'd, mm. I'd never heard of Dell Hubbard. Dell Hubbard he must be pretty famous in the in the memory foam mattress world, right? I think he's a pretty big player. A pretty big deal. Pretty big deal, yeah. Oh man, it makes me want a memory foam mattress. You imagine if you had one? Yeah. Oh god, I'd, I'd eat it so badly. But yeah, the only problem is it it was a, it would take on all of your all of your body, all of your fluids, yeah. all of your fluids, and you know, then yeah, I'd still think about it. I think about eating it's it. Desperate. I think if you could just take a little nibble every night. Yeah, just from like your wife's side. Yeah, be half the bed missing, <laughs> or it'd just be very thin. Where's my mattress? I don't know. It just goes to show this new item has got the legs that we knew it definitely would have. <laughs> the fact that we've had two real letters replying exactly. to this story. There it is. And that is, of course, our ratings of the all the different pick and mix suites you get at the pictures. We're going to work our way through them, aren't we? Mm-hmm. What have we had so far? We had the cube of fudge. We had the pink foam prawn. And then this week, 
They're going for the milk bottle. Oh, the milk bottle. The milk bottle. So, how would you describe it? I suppose it's a, a short, stout bottle. Yes. Uh, you could hold it betwixt finger and thumb. A vanilla flavour? Yeah, vanilla flavour. Again, they do have a slightly rough, almost prawny texture to them. Like with a little dust on? Yes, I think that's to stop them from sticking together. But then sometimes surprisingly gelatinous as well. Mm. I expect something else. I mean, I don't really drink milk. So I can't compare a sweet milk bottle to, to its real life counterpart. I think adults, especially men who drink milk, are psychopaths. <laughs> I do not well, trust if, them. If you come home and drink a glass of milk. If I was to go to someone's house and I was chatting to them and they casually walked over to the fridge, pulled out the milk bottle and drank from it, I would vomit on the floor and then I would leave. <laughs> but you wouldn't get to leave because they would murder you. Well, they would then subsequently murder me because only a psychopath would do that. What if, okay, you're at Jerry Seinfeld's house, mm-hmm. right? Okay, I know you're a fan. Yeah, big fan. Someone who you love to meet. Mm-hmm. You sit down, you know, you have it, you're getting on really well. You're making him laugh, Eamon. Oh, of course I am. Okay. Of course I am. No, I'm, I'm not saying this is, this is a fantasy, so this wouldn't necessarily happen. This is like best case scenario. I think I'm pretty yeah? sure I would. Okay. Anyway, irrelevant. Um, he pours you a glass of milk. What do you do? What do you do? Got a couple of options. Uh-huh. Gut instinct. Pick yeah. up that glass, throw it in his face. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing, Seinfeld? You're going to go for broke. I think he would admire my moxie on that one. I don't know. It was going really well. He's one of these people who doesn't like milk. He'd say something like that. <laughs> well, he's covered in milk. <laughs> what if he's driving... He's You're doing an episode of... Um... <laughs> <laughs> comedians in cars <laughs> would you like this milk and then you like it's a really he's driving around in like a lamborghini an old lamborghini you know like yeah. a really beautiful one mm. and you just lob milk in his face mm. you lob it all over the car how do you think he's going to react to that <laughs> oh god uh if i was in a lamborghini uh, yeah i would uh i'd yes smash it into his yeah. face you You've lost control oh, like, of the car. Like a carton of milk. Just smash it in his face. Yes. Or I'd lob it at the windscreen so he can How see. How do you think you'd feel if he gives you the carton and you just wind around the window and just throw it throw it out the window? Do you think you'd find that funny? He, no, he'd give me one of those looks and it'd be like, what yeah. the hell are yeah, you doing? Be I'd be like, Jerry. I hate milk, Jerry. I hate milk. Yeah. I hate people who drink milk. And I'd be like, Jerry... Is this to do with the time you flirted with Scientology? Is that why you like milk? What if he's in his Lambo? You're going to get coffee and then he opens up his glove box. It's full of milk bottle sweets. How would you feel about him then? I would uh, look at his sweets and I look up at him. A little wry smile on my face. A little nod. A little nod. A little wink? Well done. Yeah, a little you wink. you wink him? Of course I would. Of course I would. Would he? But he's driving though, so is he looking at you? Because maybe, maybe it's I, a wasted wink. And a wink wasted. I'd be like, Jerry, Jerry, look Jerry, at me. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> and 
when he finally looked at me therapy of the week and unfortunately he then crashes yeah so much time would have passed I would then have to say that's um, the wink is for the milk bottles yeah so Ben let me ask you two questions okay would the milk bottle Mm -hmm. make your essential let's say the the platonic ideal of a well packed cinema bag of sweets a well packed bucket yeah yeah and secondly what would be your score out of 10 it's a, it's a difficult one i they're fine hmm. you know they i do feel like they're a staple sweet like i'd expect to find them but would i be disappointed if they weren't there not really so i don't think they would make my essential my essential cup my essential bag and as for a score, I think I'd probably give it milk bottles, maybe like, yeah, f- f- four pick out of 10 mix. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what? That doesn't surprise me. You've, 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 been, you've been very animated when you talked about the fudge and the pink foam prawns. Yeah. You've not had that, that fire. I'm a little subdued. You have been a little subdued. Yeah. It was because you, <laughs> you put me on the spot and said, right, talk me through them. And... <laughs> <laughs> There's not really, really anything to talk about. Is there? I mean, I realised I realised that as soon as I said they it. are literally vanilla. Mm. Um, what about you? Essential and uh, and score, please. Um, if it's there, I will always put some in. I do do really. I do actually really like them. I like mild. Do you like mild sweets? Yeah, but you're, mi- you're a mild guy. I'm a very mild man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, little meta moment for you here. There. You won't be aware of this. There was a cut where we just talked about me being mild. We brainstormed for ages, different ways uh, in which I could be not mild. An exception. Yeah, but they're all really, really harsh. Yeah, that, they're all really bad. Yeah. <laughs> so we've landed on just nothing. On nothing. Oh, my cats barged their way in. Hello, hello, Helen. Hi, Helen. How's Sir Helen's weight? She's okay. She's she's wearing it quite well. I wouldn't say it's wearing it well. She's pretty big, uh, but she did balloon at one point. She was she was huge, and she was eating a lot of biscuits, her cat biscuits and dreamies. Um, so we we've she's now on a diet of it's like just meat. Uh, it's it's a it's a very expensive subscription. Uh, that we pay so she now has like nice meat yeah. every day and she's lost a lot of weight um well she had but i don't know now i guess it's just leveling out i'm not sure so uh it's like very much a uh like a, a low carb diet then what what she's gone for yes low carb for cats but she likes it she does like it but no she's very well oh, good so Eamon, is it essential what's your rating I think I like mild sweets because I feel like I can eat more of them. Mm. Very much, much comes down to gluttony on yeah. that level. Nice and mild. Great. I can eat loads. I do enjoy the texture. So for me, it's a solid eight pick out of 10 mix. Well, that, that's good. Um, so, yeah, it's on to the expend forbles. <laughs> <laughs> What was the other one that did that? Uh, it was the uh, Fant 4-Stick. The Fant 4-Stick 4? 
Yeah, or the other one was se seven n se seven n. Yeah, seven and they love putting the the numbers into the. I think it must have started with seven and yeah, yeah, seven this summer, seven and it's like, um, how do you incorporate like the number of a film title into its title? That's it. So it like, um, toy toy two Tory would be. One that you could do, turning the S into a two. <laughs> you see what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that would be mental. Did they, they? They didn't do that, did they? No, but they should. If it was Toy Story five, mm. that would make more sense because the two is more like a Z. Yeah, or you could do Toy um, Story two, two Uperman. So Superman two, two two Uperman. <laughs> Again, if it was Superman five, yeah. But a two is not a good substitute for an S, Amen. Oh, throw two in, throw frozen two, throw two in. That one actually works. Fro- road what? Fr- frozen two. Oh, frozen two. Fro- oh, throw fro- fro- two fro- in. Throw two in. Throw two in. That one actually works. There's a Z that actually works. There you go. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Okay, okay, you got there eventually. Two Trek. Trek two. <laughs> Hang on. Shh, shh. So it'd be two Harek. Yeah. No. Shrek five. It would still that would still be five Harek. Well, what about this? Die hard with a uh, four engines. <laughs> Wait, no, because Die Hard with a Die Hard four exists. What was Die Hard with a Vengeance? What number is that? Is that I thought that was four. Well, Die Hard with a Vengeance was the third Die Hard film. It's not like the franchise isn't Die Hard with a Vengeance. So if it was... Oh, I thought it was number four. Die Hard with... You can't have Die Hard with a Vengeance four. Why not? You could have Die Hard four. So you could have Die H4RD. Yes. Did they use that? I don't know. They should have. Should have done. The film sucked, but that definitely would have made it better. I think there's only a certain type of movie that can get away with it. Like the Expendables, you can just toss a four in and no one will mind. If you did mm. it with the like Fast and Furious movies, I think they've done it, haven't they? Yeah. But if you Two. did it with like, you know, the new Mike Lee movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't do do trilogies, so that's uh, doesn't do sequels. Well, he it doesn't. Really works. It has but... to be a sequel. What about uh, Three Godfather? Oh, the, hang on. <laughs> Three Godfather. What? Well, what about the Godfather Threeer? <laughs> Wouldn't that be better? Yeah, with oh, instead of the E, the God. You could, yeah, you don't put it in the <laughs> the. <laughs> yeah. I am way better at this than you. I know. I'm not very good at this. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Expendables. Mm-hmm. We got together, didn't we? We actually mm-hmm. came together in, in the centralist of London. Yeah. Well, you were late, as you often are. <sighs> I was, uh, listen, mate, I was working until seven o'clock. It's so. fine. It's fine. I'm just, look, that wasn't, it's just a fact. So I was stood outside the cinema for quite some time mm. and a, a lady came up to me and asked how I felt about Jesus. And then she proceeded to tell me how she felt about Jesus. It was really irrelevant, what I said. But, um, you didn't even turn up. I was just waiting for you to come. And in the end, you called me. Yeah. 
So that was my out. I said, sorry, I've got to take a call for my friend. And I walked into the cinema and hid yeah. from the from the Jesus lady. And I walked in and yeah. I was just like, uh, you're the Jesus lady. And she nodded and we had a high five. I was like, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Inside the cinema, you gave me a pick and mix challenge, didn't you? Which was a real, real fun trip. Ben very kindly paid for my cinema ticket. Central Central London prices, so it was twenty pounds. So I said to Ben, "Let me buy your sweets. See if you can make it up to twenty pounds worth of pick and mix." I did. I loaded it up. I thought I'd got there. Um, it was a heavy and a bag. Real heft to it. Yeah, a little, a real huffed. You know, it was filled with with the heaviest of the sweets. The the meter, what they, the meter yeah, coils that was in there. Like that's a meter of of sweet it's heavy put a few of them in but no got to the counter 10 pounds and the guy didn't even bat an eyelid and uh embarrassingly you explained the challenge to him I, and yeah. uh he kind of went oh yeah like that he, he wasn't interested at he all didn't care, no, did he? and then as we no. walked off i regretted not asking him the question uh what's the most you've ever seen someone spend on pick a mix <laughs> Oh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> yeah, I think that would have made us real mm. friends. I think he would have liked he that. Like I think that. maybe that's what he was holding out for. Yeah. And what did you uh, have a drink of for me so that I may summer we this film in the time it took you to uh, release your drink out of the other end? This is not foreshadowing, but I had the exact same drink as I had the last time and the time before that. And the time before that, exactly the same. <laughs> right. Do you, do you remember what it's they the same. were? It was the same. Nothing about the drinks narrative was <laughs> different. It was just the same, same kind of yeah. qualities. Were you looking forward to the drink before you had it? Or were you just low expectations of the drink? No, I, I kind of knew what the drink would be. and uh, No, knew exactly how you feel and exactly how long the we would be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny that. Okay. Uh, so um, how long was it? Yeah, it was uh, 52 seconds. 52 seconds. Okay, well, you may notice, Eamon, my summer weeks for the Expendables films have been getting shorter and shorter. They really have been. But I'm, I'm going to attempt to be even quicker this week. Do it, man. All right. Three, two, one, go. So the Expendables are back again, and this time they're off to take down Eko Uwais, who stole a load of detonators from a warehouse in Libya for a mysterious villain called Ocelot, whose identity will only be revealed somehow if Stallone dies. Luckily, Eko shoots down Stallone's plane and he fakes his own death in the crash. Satan's all upset and wants revenge, but Andy Garcia kicks him off the Expendables team and puts Megan Fox in charge instead. But Satan's not having any of that, because he's a right geese. So he follows the team to a big boat and it all kicks off, and Andy Garcia's the bad guy, and Stallone returns to save Satan before a nuclear bomb goes off. Bang! Hopefully, the end. <laughs> 32 seconds, yeah. Fastest summary I think we've had, other than the Jackass one, I think. that was Mercifully, much quicker than this film. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's no point in uh, trying to keep any suspenses there into what, what's going to happen to this film. No, it's absolute garbage. This film is f***ing dog shit. And... <laughs> It makes me cross. The only, if and I was just saying to you off air, yeah. If I'd had to see this by myself, I'd have been really cross. 
Yes. Because I went to see it with you, it was quite good fun because we were just laughing at how lame it was. We were. We, we lolled throughout, didn't we, how, yeah. how lame it is. Particularly one one part. That bit at the um, end. One running storyline. Right at the beginning, we meet Stallone and he's he's off. He gets on his bike and he goes to see Jason Statham. And he says, uh, I've lost my lucky ring. Goes to a bar and it turns out he lost his lucky ring in a thumb war. Yes. Which I'm assuming is some some sort of play on his... It couldn't be an arm wrestle because he was in that over-the-top movie, wasn't he? Yeah. And he lost it in a thumb war to a guy called Jumbo Shrimp. Yes. Who is called Jumbo Shrimp because he's a small man. Yeah. Jason Statham makes some quite mean jokes about him being small. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Statham asked for the ring back. Jumbo Shrimp won't give it to him because, well... He doesn't have to. He won the ring. Fair and square. Fair and square. So Statham beats the hell out of him with knuckle dusters, the classic, Mm. and all his guys. And then Stallone gets his ring back. Yeah. Uh, We don't see Jumbo Shrimp again. Stallone fakes his own death in a plane crash, doesn't he? He does, yeah. And we see his torched corpse, which is quite clearly not him because we would have seen him dead if it, if it had been him that's right wearing yeah. the ring and then right at the end of the movie Stallone comes back and um, <laughs> Statham says to him how did you uh, fake your death who was it in that plane <clears throat> to which Stallone replies you remember that guy Jumbo Shrimp well basically I kidnapped and murdered him <laughs> he was the dead yeah. burnt corpse and all he did was win Stallone's lucky ring in a fight, fairly. Yeah. It's such lazy, lazy storytelling. Yeah. That you and I both looked at each other and we were like, <laughs> could not believe how graphic and psychotic doing something that was. Like, all they had to do was insert a storyline of like, uh, oh, Jumbo Shrimp, um, he burnt down a hospital. Or uh, Jumbo Shrimp, he's like... Yeah, he's a fiddler or whatever. <laughs> killed, yeah. killed loads of kids or something like that. No, he his crime was winning a game of thumb walk fairly and squarely. And because of that, he got murdered. And it's not below Stallone to just suddenly make someone into, a, into an abuser. He did it in Rambo. There was that mean villain who he decided wasn't mean enough. So the villain took a young boy into his <laughs> oh, that's you know, right, yes. hut. And we're that's like, oh, it, wow, yeah. wow, we really hate him. Okay, yeah, he really is grim. If Jumbo Shrimp yeah. had done that, then that, you know, fair yeah, enough. Burn him. But, um, <laughs> but he didn't do that, did he? We did laugh a lot, though, which was good. I enjoyed that chuckle. Yeah, yeah, but not in a good way. No, just this, in an oh my God kind of way. Similarly, so many scenes which did nothing to drive the plot forward. Yeah. It was just like, oh, we've not heard from uh, Randy Couture for a while. Let's, let's have it. Who else haven't we heard from a while? They might not have an ongoing no. story. Doesn't matter. No. Let's just create a scene where they say something, there's a shit joke, and then let's move on. There's no story. No. There's no story been escalated. No story. Let's just give them a bit of screen time to shut them up. Then we'll, we'll move on. Randy had had quite a lot of exposition, quite a lot of complex exposition, didn't he? <laughs> it was all very yeah. confusing. I just can't imagine talking to Randy. Obviously, he gets his paycheck. I guess that's why he does it. But he's like, okay, I, you know, I'd like to I'd like to develop my character a bit. So, so what can I do? Okay, well, mm-hmm. you've got like really small cauliflower ears. So let's lean into that. 
and uh let's make that a running yeah and we'll also you know we'll turn into this thing where because you've got those small ears maybe you're uh you're a little small downstairs you know uh (laughs) and he'd be like is that a thing like well it is now but it turns out actually Mm. because we the the tattooed woman and that's her thing she's got tattoos because she sees you do a wee she actually knows that you're not so uh so it all it all plays out really well how about that, Randy? Should we go with that? This is like a one down from one of those um, Adam Sandler films, isn't it? Yes. Because at least with the Adam Sandler films, is you know they're all friends. And what Adam Sandler has done is I'm just going to make up some bullshit films so me and my mates can... Oh, well, I set it in Mexico. Yeah. So we can spend some time on holiday, basically, uh, for free and get paid. And but you can at least tell there's like camaraderie and like there's chemistry between those people, even though those films are awful. Yeah. These films don't even have that. No, they don't. Quite the opposite. Yes. Like Stallone was barely in it because he doesn't want to be part of the franchise anymore. Yeah. Fifty Cent made a joke about his head being massive on the poster, so I guess he's not very pleased with it. <laughs> Megan Fox came along for the ride. She was an interesting addition. What I liked about what they did with her was they had the scene right at the end. You know, they always have that scene where they come back together in the bar, don't they? Oh, God. This made us it's laugh hilarious. a lot as well. And, you know, all the characters interact with each other because you have to have everyone speaking to everyone. I've spoken about that before at the end. I thought, what? how can we mix this up? How can we make it different? Well, Megan Fox is here. So so what we'll do is we'll, we'll lower the temperature in the bar uh, quite significantly and we'll get her to wear a kind of see-through white vest. Yeah, and without no bra. No bra. And everyone will just look at that rather than... They'll just ignore the conversations going around. I mean, we both laughed immediately because we knew exactly, yeah. like, what what happened there. But can you imagine being, like... I don't know who it would have been, like, the second AD or something going, like, um, yeah, that okay, Megan, for this scene, um, I think it'd be great if you didn't wear a bra. <laughs> what I, I also don't understand is oh. this film is not for us. This is for 14-year-old boys, right? 14-year-old boys... Yeah. Don't watch films like this now to see boobs. No. They all have smartphones. They know how the internet works. So don't worry about yeah. it. Don't worry about that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all the time you spent yeah. co-opting Megan Fox to show off her body in a quite sleazy, cheap way, you could have spent making yeah. a better film. Or just on, on the CGI. Yeah. Like you spent a lot more money on the effects. This is the other thing. That, and I've read a few reviews. And every... Eamon's head is mostly in his hands. <laughs> I can't. This is the difficult thing is I, if this is so bad, I've, I've really struggled thinking, trying to think of anything funny for it because I just want to lay into it. One thing uh, during the film, mm. a thought occurred to me that would make this film better. Yes. Which was. I think you told me during the film and I laughed when J- a lot. Jason Statham was uh, thoughtfully holding Slice Stallone's ring. Yeah. I leaned over to you and said, if he puts that on, he's going to disappear. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, <he> Baggins. <laughs> Can you think of anything, like any just like crazy left turns that would have like that, that would have made this at least entertaining? I mean, that, yeah, if he, if he put the ring on and he'd like turned into a wolf. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Yeah. They try to do, like Statham gets a new job, doesn't he? And he ends up, Beating the hell out of an influencer. I mean, it was so over the top. They basically had this caricature of like an influencer, like really obnoxious, horrible so influencer. So over the top. Statham like chins him, like kicks him really badly. Yeah. That's maybe the best bit of the film. And it's 
terrible. It was. Mm. And I, I would have been happy to see Statham try to attempt other jobs, but it always ends with him beating the hell out of somebody. Oh, I would have liked it if it was like, they're all in like some veterans hospital, mm. deeply shell-shocked. Yeah. And they're actually just like role-playing. Like they're so far gone. <laughs> like they're all in like gowns. Yeah. Like using like pillows for guns. <laughs> they're just so far. There's just like a hard cut. And it's just like, oh, oh my God. That's what they've been doing all along. And they can't talk. They, they're just like, they can't, don't have the words. They're gone. And Nico Uwais is like the therapist. That's very good, Jason. What you, what would you say to, to Sylvester if, if he asked you to burn someone alive? <laughs> very good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sylvester, why, why did you ask him to burn someone alive? <laughs> and they're just like vegetables. They're like, <laughs> Dolph's there with his long wig hair. Oh, because he had a wig, didn't he, in this? He had long hair, so that was his character. That's, yeah, that's his character. Development. You're a wig, yeah? I lo- you know I love Eco. <laughs> yes. Eco's my boy. Mm. I thought he was the best thing about this film. Yeah, I agree. He was a really good villain. He had no no idea what his motivation was. He shot a boy. <laughs> no idea, but he was badass. Yeah. Mm. They still... Oh, ugh. They ruined his fights hated the way they shot and chopped up the fights hated it they will they for some reason they went very very close like far too close so any good choreography that would have been done mm. that could have looked quite cool if they just stepped back a little bit that was ruined well that's what i got you got the impression of wasn't it like is tony jar had a, a fight scene in it as well and it was tony's absolute legend this looks like it could be quite crisp but fortunately i have no idea what's happening there's nothing that makes me more cross than when you get these really skilled martial arts actors you know eco tony jar they're like the best mm. and you bring the, they bring them over to the states and they just ruin they really chop up they really whatever do. they do and you know that they're, they're doing they're doing all the choreography, mm. they're doing all the skills, but for some reason they just shoot it and chop it up. It just looks rubbish. I don't know why they do it. Why, Eamon? Do you remember you made up a joke about Tony Jar, which uh, was really silly, but I loved it. Do you remember it? Okay, go on. What was my joke? Okay, you, this is the setup. You right? said, "Why did Tony Jar?" I don't know. He wanted his ong back. <laughs> That is actually pretty good. <laughs> it's stupid, but just the way you say it, you wanted a song back, it always made me laugh. Oh, okay, yeah, good. Do you know what's made me cross is this film's so bad, it, it's it's made me not want to try in this conversation. <laughs> just like it doesn't deserve it. doesn't deserve it. No, you're right. Yeah. It doesn't. And, and let's, it's just going straight into the macerating tank of despair, oh. isn't it? If there was like something even worse, then I would choose that because this is just the pit. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Ben? I hope this is the last one. Yes. I don't think it's going to do that well at the box office. So if they carried on, the next one would have a lower budget. Mm. With that kind of cast, I guess the budget goes into the casting rather than the... So yeah, no, forget it. Be done. Be done. You, any final thoughts before this dies? One thing that always pisses me off is this film's called The Expendables. And apart from Liam Hemsworth, yeah. I can't think of a single Expendables that actually died. Yeah. And he, they have a pep talk at the every at the beginning of every film where Sly Sloan says, 
that's the deal with us guys are expendables we don't care about each other it's all about the money know what i mean then they experience some perceived slight yeah and then they all rally together because they actually love each other yeah it's just not the right job for him like you shouldn't be a cutthroat mercenary if you're going to take everything so personally yeah do a different job get into you know social work or something take that personally i'm sure you do a great job or be like an etiquette coach <laughs> yeah you're not exactly. supposed to wear a white to a wedding if you're not the bride yeah and it's then bird just... form <laughs> bird form <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. You should tip 12.5% at least in restaurants. He he could go after bad tippers. Mm. Yeah, that would be worthwhile. That is kind of the energy he brings to it. It's like any slight, he's like not having it. You can see like a bad tipper walks out of the restaurant. The the, the door like bell goes, cha-ching, mm. and then they just feel a hand on their shoulder. Yeah. You only tip 10%, buddy. And moments later, he uh, yeah. they get burned alive. Yeah, in a plane. Yeah. <laughs> Which is actually, I'd say, a better reason to burn someone alive than if they win something from you in a fair, in a fair fight. match. Yeah. Bye-bye, Expendables 4. Sorry. Bye-bye, Expend 4 Balls. Yeah. Go away now. That was a shame, but I'd say overall... I have enjoyed this Expendables marathon. It has been fun. It's had its moments. And because of that, this week's top five, we are going to choose each other's top five Expendables. So, oh, God, you know, this is if hard. We, if we had to have an Expendables team, what five Expendables would we have? Um, I'm going to guess Amos' top five. He's going to guess mine. Whoever gets the most correct answers gets to choose next episode's film. Whoever loses gets a forfeit mm. so i think i lost last time you did yeah so i i need to choose mm-hmm. all crew this is a double mm. terry cruz yes yeah yeah we'd have terry cruz he was very charismatic wasn't he yeah i think i miss him he was in the first three films yeah and he's he's flipping hench which is always great and uh, he's really funny as and well. And he did well to bail out while he... He really did. Yeah, okay, cool. So, is it Mel Gibson? Yeah, I chose yeah. Mel Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was the... I know he was the bad guy, um, Comrade Stonebanks. That's a great name. But he was once an expendable, and he was... I'd say he's the best thing out of all of the movies. Do you know what's really interesting? Which is awful to say that. Everyone keeps on saying... Everything I've read said, like, the, the third film is the worst. And I think... It's the best, and it's the best yeah. because of Mel Gibson. Yeah, I agree. All right, go on, your turn. I think you'd have Antonio Banderas. Yes. Yeah. Because okay. he's a good actor, and he, at least he tried. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was yeah. brought a bit of passion. I felt very, really bad for him because they were like, well, he can't have another, like, meathead, so let's, like, make him super camp instead. He was just a, he was a super fan, wasn't he? He was like a camp super fan. I, I gave him points for effort because you can see him at least trying. Okay, your guess. This is a double, and this is my last, absolute last choice. Okay. And I only put him in because I had to. Statham? Yeah, I would put, I would pick Statham. Do you know what? Yeah. I think he's a terrible actor. I've, it really it, made me think. I can't think of a single film he's in where he's actually been, unless he's like sending up the action genre, he yeah. sucks. He's a r- terrible actor. <laughs> 
He doesn't challenge himself. I, <laughs> I would put it that way. But I do enjoy watching him. And I mean, even he, he couldn't even carry this film. No, good. Billy, Billy Jeff Capes couldn't carry this film, mate. <laughs> hmm. Who else would you have chosen? Ronda Rousey? No. Oh, okay. Right. Thought you quite liked her. Um, nah. You sort of stuck up for her because I thought she was rubbish. You laid into her big time. Yeah. And I was just like, like mm, not that badly. You, but, yeah. Oh, I mean, it was, it, it bordered <laughs> on, like, I was just like, we had to stop. I was like, Ben, 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 you have to rein this in. No, this is... no, Eamon. <laughs> it's like, whoa. I will whoa, be heard. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I. Yeah, um, that was definitely how it played out. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Uh, no, I didn't even remember her. I was just. Okay. No, All no. right. Well, this is it then. So this is a double. Mm-hmm. Tony Jar. No. Hmm. I love Tony Jar, but I thought he was completely wasted in the film. I just thought they, they ruined his fights. His character was a bit lame. Mm. I wouldn't have him on the team because I felt sorry for him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, Eamon, so due to a technicality um, of, of two doubles, I've won. Mm. Yay. So, there we go. So, Eamon, who were your top five expendables? God, I hated this one. <laughs> Tony Jarr, Terry Crews, Antonio Banderas, Dolph Lundgren, just because I felt sorry for him. Yeah. And Statham, because I literally couldn't bring myself to choose anyone else. Had I, I known Gibson was viable, I would have chosen Gibson. What about okay. you? I went with Terry, uh, mm. Mel... Jason, Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I thought he was good fun. And he drove a train into a dictator. Uh, And Arnold Schwarzenegger. We're not really an expendable. When when we got to the third, he was part of the team. This is you all over. When he got to the third, he was was part of How about a villain? Because she's the main villain from one. Does that count? He's he's an expendable, yeah. Yeah, Van Damme. um, The the, uh, director of photography. He'll be one of my uh, expendables. (laughs) Um, so your forfeit this week, Eamon, like Megan Fox did, you're going to show off your boobs in a bar. <laughs> okay. Yeah, fine. Okay. Yeah. And we'll okay. see what happens. Perfect. All right. Okay. Next time. I'm glad it's my choice. It's October, Eamon. And you know what October is? My birthday. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. know what? This film actually comes out on your birthday. You're an absolute sod. <laughs> So because it is the month of Halloween, and you know I love the horrors, we're going to watch The Exorcist Believer. Yay, I can't wait for that. Which is, well, it's the fourth film in The Exorcist series. Um, I think it's sort of a, feels like it's following on more from the first one. Probably my favorite film. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. But let's see. I hope I'm pleasantly surprised. This is like eating four portions of like gruel and then for pudding you have to eat a dog shit <laughs> you're gonna love it all that's left to do is thank our patreons yeah you're all like something you're all great we love yeah. you thank you so yeah. much uh big praise you are infinitely better than any of the expendables films yes okay um so yeah thank you for listening Sorry if we were so downbeat. We just didn't like the film. Just and it was a bit of a sad film. end to our Expendables marathon. But, uh, mm. you know, what if we, we should have expected it, shouldn't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, please rate, review, subscribe to our podcast, listen to it. 
send us messages. Find us on the gram, find us on Twitter, find us on Facebook, find us on the media. Yeah, you know, hang out, be, be, be cool. Give us a cryptic clue about something. Send us off on an adventure. Oh, like a conspiracy theory or... Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, just like, get oh, something. The, the World feel... Economic Forum is... Ooh, ooh, yeah. I've, yeah, exactly. I feel so... Such a low ebb after this film. All right. Just do something to perk us up. Just send us... Or send us some, like, drugs. Send us some Trent? Either of those two. Trent would be great. On that note, Eamon. Yeah, keep flushing.